Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> oh, hello. Got nice Sorry. teeth. Well, do you know I? I was missing a front tooth for a year. Yeah. Emma's been through when I say that's journey. why that uh, I, I guess we can start I recording now. Didn't know that because if it's weird to compliment someone, see if you don't know that about me. Yeah, I was missing a front tooth for a year, so I started noticing people's teeth. That's it. Once you like focus on, are we recording? Okay, great. All right. Once you once you focus on one thing, like physically about yourself, then that's all you see on everybody else. Where totally. like before you wouldn't even think twice about it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, look at everyone's jawline. So you know welcome I mean? back to another episode of Inside the Closet. We're so happy here. We were just sitting chatting, and I noticed uh, some teeth. And I said nice teeth, but I realized that the person didn't know that I had been missing a tooth. But now you have really nice teeth. Now I have teeth. You have really, whatever they did from before, from that Russian lady to now, like the journey, <laughs> your teeth it look was, incredible. I so the, Can I recall what I think your journey was? Yeah. Well, also, so the Russian, the Eastern European woman is my primary care. And then I also had a Russian, the guy who did... The guy who gave my gave my original veneers, I don't know what he was, but he wasn't the one who screwed it up. That was the people at Gramercy Dental. Oh, okay. So it wasn't Damn the, the Russian hell. No, they were, they all were fine. I mean, aesthetically, his weren't like as nice as these ones I have now, but Gramercy Dental was the one where it was like, the, they had like the dentist doing a uh, thing way above his pay grade. That's why I had I would problems. say so. I mean, your teeth have always looked good, but whatever teeth are in your mouth right now, Look incredibly natural. Things I never thought you'd have to have to say. Well, whatever teeth there. you got this week, <laughs> they really work. But to be fair, we'll see it, about next week. But, but to be fair, it's been like, well, this week yeah. I have a new tooth. Now I have new teeth here. Now I have new teeth there, and it's like, man. And even though what time you you came on the episode, I was like, Emma, we don't have to do an episode today. That's why I love you, Emma, because you're such a trooper. I was you're like busted. You're like, you're like, I'll be fine. I was busted. My face was so swollen because they put. That's when they put the too much bone in my mouth. The what, what is it called? The, um, that's something bone I graft. do every Saturday night. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> too much bone. They put too much bone grafting, the cadaver bone. So that's when it like you could blew be up. now that original dentist. You probably know more about teeth and putting teeth in than him. He texted. you could do it. Start your own dentistry. It's, yeah, could you imagine an orthopedic? Emma Wilman, the orthopedic. All is that I what it is? An ortho orthopedic? That's would, wrong. That's for feet. Orthodontist. No. Oh God! I would just if I had a dental office, all I would do, the only thing I'd feel comfortable doing, would be flossing. So I try and use those floss. Apparently my teeth are really tight in between each other because when I use the floss that you buy from like CVS, you know, like the pick floss thing. I've got a solution for that. Well, they always break. I'm like, yeah. I, I have really strong, I've never had a, a cavity. I've never, I have had zero problems with my teeth. Like, you're I didn't, showing off. I am because I didn't, I'm losing my hair. Okay. But I went to the dentist once. It had been seven years since I'd been to the dentist. What? And they were like, like this, the spiel this woman gave me was like, you don't even, how dare you? This is going to be, you have to come back more often. The amount of, pl I can't even get over it. Like da, da, da. Not a single thing. Fucking problem. Wow. So she said all that. She talked a bunch of shit before. She talked all the shit. She's like, you have, she literally said to me, she's like, you have really good teeth. Bitch. And I was like, thanks. I bet you one day I'll get veneers. Just like, I'll be 48. And I'll be like, today is the day. They just all and I'll fall just, out I'll once. just come in with like brand new 
teeth. Well, so like a Simpsons character. If you need to get that floss in where the sun doesn't shine, it you have to get there's these like little blue things that like can pierce yes. through. Yeah, and then those because that's what I have to use to floss these. I have to use it because I have a permanent retainer. How old are we that we're we've started this podcast talking about our fucking teeth? Well, I'll tell you, I can't believe the amount of people that have because when my when I was popping it in and out with a flipper after shows, I'd say it'd be like I, I'm. Don't think I'm exaggerating. Easily one out of 20 to be conservative. People will come up and be like, look. And then they like look around and they pop their tooth out. And I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, look at you. So it's a common, <laughs> it's a common thing. Never you in started my, a community, Emma? It's so funny. I mean, that's what it felt like. It would be like, <laughs> it was like, um, especially like when I like didn't have it in at all and didn't even have a temporary one. Like people would be like, thanks for like going out without your tooth. And I'd be like, I mean, I don't have a choice, but it, there are a lot of people that like pop them in and out. Um, speaking of health, I have been um, sort of concerned about monkeypox. I haven't been following that at all. I just saw it kind of in the news. Like, what? I feel deal? like only, not only, but generally speaking, like a lot of gay men are really talking about it because that's it. well, it seems to be affected by mostly in the queer community. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's. It, I have a couple friends who've already gotten it. And it looks so like, like, um, it's one of those things like another thing's coming, sure. you know, like it's first it's COVID and then it's fucking monkeypox. And then I've what had dreams it? two days in a row because I was just in fucking upstate New York, which we'll get to in a second. And I kept getting bit by this fly. This Same fly, fly. This fly, when I tell you, would not leave me alone. Emma. Homophobic. I'm clearly. Clearly. I mean, one bite and I'm like, we got it. You right. got what you needed. <laughs> what do you cut? What is this? You, you got everything you wanted. Are you sure it wasn't a bunch of different flies? It was this. It was the same fly. Really? A vengeance. And then I looked up horse flies online. It was like sometimes the female horse fly, when they feel that their meal isn't satisfying, oh! they will hunt down. Like they'll come back over and over again. I'm like, here's my thing. If I saw a giant, someone 500 times the size of me, and right. I was flying towards them and they swung at me, I'd be like, Bye. This fly? No, 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 no. She's going after King Kong. <laughs> right, me. Right. Over and over. I felt like King Kong climbing the Empire State Building to get away from her, and she kept zapping me. So she, it, w it really was the same fly just biting you over and over? Yes. Because I think horse life, they hurt a little bit, right? Yes. Did you, how'd you get rid of her? Uh, a lot of screaming like Nathan mm. Lane in the birdcage. Mm. <laughs> so she I, bit you a bunch, and then did you she, swell up? Yeah, she did. But then, of course, it's like, then it's like you see bites on your ass because I <laughs> might have been naked and it had bites on my ass. I was like, fuck, this itches and hurts. And then one of my best friends got monkeypox. And I'm like, <gasps> you know what I mean? So how do you get how do you get monkeypox? I think it's through like close contact. And OK. Sex, maybe. And like, I know like really close contact. OK. I think. But, Saliva, sweat. Yeah, I think so. But the problem is that they, they have a vaccine, but then they've sent only a certain amount of vaccines to the city. And then they had a website to get people on the, to get people on that vaccine. And then the website crashed because so many people were trying to get it. Mm. And then there's no way to get it. So like my friend who got it said that he, he got it. And then to get tested, he had to go to a, get to get approval from the state and then from the state to the doctor and then the doctor had to send that back to the state and the state had to send it back to the all this shit just Damn. to get like a test 
It was great. Actually, we should call Nick because Nick has a great story about calling the... Love. What happens when you get monkeypox? Like, what are the symptoms? Um, I think they're like really... You get like... Le- they're either lesions or like red, red dots all over you. I fucking hate red and, dots. And they can like go on your face and genitalia and they really like burn. Like they're like lesions. They I burn. hate that. And then... I, guess, I had those. It'll pop go up, away though. But. I had those pop up in my arm one time. Let me tell you something unsettling. It's not pleasant when red dots pop up in your arm. It's never a good thing. It's never like you won the lottery. These are red dots. It's like Nick, you're on the podcast with Emma. Do you want to tell us your story about calling the New York City Health Department yesterday? Hi, Emma. It's been a while. Hey, Nick. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Plugging along. Nick, we're not at brunch. Tell us the story. Wow, drag me. But it's nice to hear your voice. <laughs> How's the real estate business? Are things popping off or is it slowing down? It's slowed way down. It's not been good. I can't lie to you. Uh, it's a shitty summer. What's going to happen? Like, are things going to, like, do you think the housing bubble is going to burst? Um. Well, for the sale market... I mean, the rental market's still incredibly crazy, but for the sale market, what I deal with, it's slowed way down. I think in the fall, it'll pick up. Everyone leaves the city in the summer. They all go to the fucking Hamptons or right. Berkshire. Or the people that would be buying places probably go other places during the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be a good time to break into nice homes if you were a, if you were a, a thief. <laughs> I'm always trying to think about a plan B. times that I'm like, we have clients who are selling and they just don't live there and the place is empty. And I'm like, why don't I just sleep here? Why don't I just sleep there? They would never know. All right. I'll call you off the air. So Mateo said that you, Mateo said you called the health department. I did. So as any listener knows who's gay and lives in New York City, yesterday was a clusterfuck of madness when they released monkeypox vaccine appointments. But they switched over to this new website to handle it, which actually couldn't handle the amount of demand. So the website crashed in the first minute. Oh, God. So there just must have been like. I mean, not to stereotype, but potentially gay men. And I kept checking their Twitter because they were releasing statements. And after like 30 minutes of the website crash, they just released a statement saying the website has crashed. We'll let you know when it's available again. Meanwhile, we're all like, yeah, no, we know it's been crashed. It's been crashed for 30 minutes. But I was following along and people were still tweeting that they were getting appointments. You just have to keep refreshing each page like a thousand times. Mm. So after two hours of doing that, I finally practically got to the point of like choosing a time. I chose a time. It sat there for like 10 minutes. And then after 10 minutes, it was like, it's not available anymore because it never went through. And then I chose another time. Same thing. 10 months later, it's unavailable anymore. So then... Are you keeping your cool while this is happening or were you flipping out? No, I was fully almost throwing my computer out the window. <laughs> and I'm following along on Twitter and everyone's having the same issue. And people are like, you have to like log into the inspection tool and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm not some computer science major. I don't know how to fucking do that. Also, I shouldn't have to do that just to get a vaccine sure. for a contagious disease. Absolutely. Like- so finally... I've hit refresh a thousand more times. And then each day I select and each location I select, it just says all the time slots are full. And I was like seething mad because I had gotten on there right at one and there should have been no reason that I shouldn't have gotten an appointment. So I like called the New York State Department of Health hotline and they were like, 
hi, this is Sheree, uh, New York City Department of Health Hotline. How can I help you? And I just go, you all suck at your jobs. And I hung up the phone. I bet they were getting that call <laughs> all day. Nick, why wouldn't you just say, hi, I'm they really having issues on the website. Couldn't you just say, hi, I'm having issues with the website. Could you possibly help me make an appointment? No, because everyone on Twitter that said that they did call them, they were like, don't bother calling the line. They they aren't helping. They also said, we're having trouble with the website, too. Don't bother calling. Don't bother calling. So that's why I called and said, you all suck at your job. You should have been more prepared for this. <laughs> In a way, you're right, Nick, because after a fucking pandemic, sure. a global pandemic, right. and now there's another infection happening. We're in New York goddamn city. Like, they're acting like they've never had a large group of people want a vaccine before. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is new information. Who would have ever expected yeah. a large number yeah. of people wanting yeah. a vaccine? We don't, we're not prepared for yeah. this. We've never heard of such a thing. This is unprecedented. <laughs> this is brand new information. I'm surprised it you were is. able to get through to someone though. Like, yeah, I am too. You know How did I mean? you get through to somebody? I don't know, because it's a hotline. Anyone can get through. I'd be rolling the calls if I were on the hotline. Like, that sucks. That's a rough day at the office. So did you get an appointment? No. Ah. <laughs> so you just hours of trying and no. How, how serious is the, is the pox? It's pretty serious. Like, it, it like shoots your immune system. You get all fucked well, up. Well, you get sick. I mean, you get, like, fever and chills. And then you just have lesions all over. And I mean, it's, 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 it's a really homophobic disease. Legions are very scary. Yeah, and no one wants that. And I think they're painful. So, I mean, people can get treated, but it's just so funny. It's like we're in a first world country in the center of the universe, New York City. And literally, they're acting like it's 1914. And we have no idea how to distribute vaccines. And for anyone who works there and is like, well, you don't understand. Figure, we just had a global pandemic. Figure it out. Right? Sure. I don't know. Like I, their next step when they release more will be like hire a carrier pigeon and send the <laughs> pigeon here to reserve a spot. Like that's how they're acting. It should be like make reservation. Where do you live? Enter your information. Done. Right. You're right. Because I tried going on the website five times, six times yesterday. Everyone kept like sending a link. I had no idea. It just gave information about monkeypox, which. But there was nowhere to make the reservation. And then I messaged my doctor and he's like, we can't even help you. Like, you know, unless you're exposed or whatever. You're like, like calling your agent trying to get an appointment. I, like, I you know anybody? <laughs> Can you help me out? Well, Nick, is there anything else you want to say? No. Have you been dating? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and especially not now. I don't want to be around people. Ah, that's Yeah, I, I mean, this is the one time my antisocial... As, as sort of maybe less because of the pox. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't been any parties or anything, so I feel a little. I feel a little more like secure. But like you know, it, I didn't know this about is the that. time when 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 queer people should be celebrating Fire Island and parties and clubs and like like we should be out in the streets with each other having a good time. And well, let's not get carried away. We shouldn't be out in the streets. <laughs> well, all right, you know, maybe at like a Dave and Buster's. There we go. <laughs> all right, Nick. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, Nick. I didn't know about this. I completely, I, I maybe seen like one little blurb about it. And I was, I, I don't know. I didn't, it didn't stick in my brain at all about these pox. It's probably just because it's not, you know, I feel like 
if it's not affecting any other community, yeah, yeah. like if it's just gay men, well, I, generally speaking, I know there's other people getting affected by it, but like, I think that's like the predominantly but larger number is gay men getting affected by it. You know, I don't think lesbians. Right. Who are. And you know, people that have gotten it too. Damn. Which at first you're like, oh, there's only 500 cases. That's nothing. But then we also heard that with COVID. Remember that when like, oh yeah, there's only 32 cases and right. it's in Washington state. Everyone right. can shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then like a month later, you and I were locked in our homes <gasps> and I was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Totally. Totally. What's the worst that could happen? Cut to, and then it's just like six months Cut later. Cut to my bank account. Right. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> You were in upstate New York, so we can just just get some. Yeah, I went with a, a few people, and we just like relaxed and went upstate New York. You get a cabin. It was like a house. It used to be a church. Ooh, so it was even more fun to be all gay and just like ruining this. You know, I guess it actually is pretty fitting because churches are pretty gay, and uh, it was fine. Although I would say, like it, like I love cooking and stuff, but like we wanted a grill, and the grill was just covered in spider webs. I'm like. Ooh. I'm like, we're kind of paying like a lot of money for this. Yes, yeah, so you should contact the Airbnb about that. Because and when say I what? Because when I Airbnb my place, they used to contact me about everything. They'd be really? like, the remote wasn't in the remote spot, and I'm like, there was no remote spot. Like they everything <laughs> people comment about, like every little like detail. So oh, that's I, like a big one. I just felt guilt. I was like, this was a great stay. That's all I said. I can't go back nice. now. Well, you could say, but I just heads up for future guests. You might want to know. That there was, I mean, or you don't have a grill available if it's like a nest of spiders. Right. You could all say I was going to grill. I bought a bunch of grill meat. It went bad. So I'd like to be reimbursed. We cooked. They had a cast iron skillet. So I cooked in olive oil, Yummy. the chicken and the oven. Nice. Nice. I went to this. Was this for 4th of July? No, this is this, after 4th of July. After 4th of July. 4th of July, I just did shows. So 4th of July, I went to Maine. I flew in to, to Portland, Maine two days early. I saw my dad for two days. And then I went to. Camp, yeah, Susan. 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 Yes. That's what. That's the only things that my parents say to each other. They just say the other one's name for now, like Susan. Twenty years. Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Susan. <laughs> so sometimes I'll say hello first, and it's created this like thing in me. Whenever I hear one of their names, I like say the other one almost as like a trigger response. So if someone's like, "Hi, I'm Jeff," I'm like Susan. Like a Pavlovian response. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Susan. Um, so I, I went and I was actually worried that I was going to hear a Jeff Susan because I, I didn't know if they were going to interact because actually this was a little bit of drama. So last year, my dad took us to this like camping place. It's called Migus Lodge. I kept calling it Midges, but it's Migus Lodge. And then my mom was like, that looks fun. So she made a reservation for it for us to all go this year. Now, when I was in Portland, I had thought my dad knew that I was going there with my mom, but he was like, he was like, oh, it's so nice. You came up to Portland to visit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, he was just, and then he said something. And when he's like, what's, when I was like, well, mom's going to meet us in Portland Saturday. He was like, what's your mom doing in Maine? And I was like, oh no, he doesn't know. They were going to the same place that we went with him the year before. So I just didn't tell him. And then I was like, if, if he drops us off and I see my mom, she's going to say something. So my mom's friend, Jean, moved from New York to Portland. So my mom was having lunch with her friend, Jean. And I was like, Dad, do you want to come have lunch with my mom and Jean? I knew he was going to say no. He was like, I'll drop you off outside. So that way we all avoided each other. It was like old times. And then we went camping with my mom. Lexi flew in, went. And um, it was interesting because I had given her a heads up about Maine. I was like, 
it's, you know, it's the whitest state and it's very white. And she was like, whatever, like, fine. Like, I don't care whatever. So <laughs> while we were there in the woods, there were the, she said that she was having these moments where she was like, she was like, I just sometimes have these moments. She's Mexican. She's like, I'm Mexican Italian. She's like, I sometimes have these moments where I realize like how white it is. And she's like, I'm just overcome with the whiteness. The trees? She said it was people wearing, because it was like a fancy lodge thing. Right. She was said it was people wearing cocktail attire in the woods. <laughs> she goes, it's just the white, she, this whitest thing I've ever seen. And it was for 4th of July. So it was like, you know, and we didn't, it was like, um, I don't know why my watch is speaking. Sorry about that. Uh, she was like, it was just shockingly white. Like we were like walking through the woods and uh, there were people in cocktail attire. And then we were like watching like kids from a camp go canoeing. And she was just like, it was just a lot. And she was like, and I had to take moments out to process the, the whiteness of it, but she, it's okay. And I love you. And then the bugs attacked her too. Ate her up. So same. Yeah. Cause bugs don't really bother me, but they, they bit her all up and down. And then I was like, Bugs don't you? bother you at all? Nope. I, I wear some mosquito stuff, but no, not really. Like it doesn't, it's not like a thing, but she Did was like. Did you go like, hiking? No, it was like you played, there was like, you could go kayaking, canoeing. They had like a little gym. They had a dinner place and then you could play tennis or paddle ball. Oh, Those are the activities. And then there was a cocktail hour where everyone would get dressed up and like walk through the woods and drink cocktails. Dressed up. They're already dressed up to walk through the woods. They're they dressed. Just go yeah, like, right into for cocktails. But it's funny because like I never really noticed it. And she was like, what is happening? And then I told her not to bring high heels because it was in the woods, but other people were wearing high heels. So she felt like a failure. She was like ripped shit about that. Who's wearing high heels in the woods? That's what I said. But it's like they've got a little pathway through the woods to go to the cocktail area. It's like, it's like. Yuppie camping is what it's like. Uh, evidently, yeah. I just keep picturing like that opening scene of Camp and Parent Trap with yes, Lohan. it's like that. But for it's like a there are kids there, but it's like you can bring kids and then you drop them off and they get they play their little like kid game. I'm gonna say a controversial statement. Let's hear it. Do you think that there should be places where kids just aren't allowed? Sure. And I'm not talking like strip clubs, <laughs> bars. I no, mean, like, like Vegas used to be like no kids in Vegas. No inappropriate. kids in Vegas. Like shit's yeah. gonna go down now. Yeah. Vegas is just a. Ch it's all for children. Vegas. Everything is for kids in Vegas. I haven't been there, and I'm going at the end of August, and I am. I, I haven't been there in. Years. I would just say that the Las Vegas in 1971 is not the Las Vegas of 2022. True. True. Which doesn't make sense. But I'm just saying, like, is there any? That's a really horrible thing I'm saying. I'm just asking, like. Is there a place? I mean, they've got like vacations and resorts and stuff where you can't bring kids. They have those? Absolutely. Really? Of course. I need their adult, adult resorts. resorts. But what's weird to me is that to me implies like a sexual nature. Yeah. It is? Have Isn't you there one been? that's not sexual that could just- You have? To a sex resort? You better work. Oh, please. I'm See, gay. That's, that's child's play. I think if I saw that, I wouldn't even blink. I'd be like, who wants a margarita? I like that, but but Do they if, have a no, what's the in between like yeah where it's like, like just adults but no sex right like a restaurant. This is gonna sound really terrible, but I've talked about this. Bob the drag queen has a great joke about this. I don't think kids should be allowed in first class. Oh come on! I think ten and no. under. If your feet can't touch the floor, no, I totally disagree. Ugh, because it's like if you have a kid and you can afford it, and then you get them their own seat, then. 
It's just, it is what it is. Some have, people worked really hard to get to that seat. And then it's true. 7 a.m. And like, finally, I paid for first class. I'm going to relax. And yeah. But that kid could be better behaved than some person with a flatulence problem sitting next to you. That's also. In I first mean, class. I never blame a misbehaved child on a plane. Actually, you know what? Joan Rivers brought, I was listening to an interview with her. And she's like, when I used to bring Melissa on the plane, I had three gifts. And she couldn't get those gifts unless she behaved in the plane. Sure. One for making it there, one in the middle, and one at the end. Now, that's a little spoiling. Kids should just behave to behave. It might just be a cookie or something. But, you know, yeah, something yeah. small. But I don't know. Am I really going off? No, I think Am I going to get so much hate from so people? I don't, so, so I'm like the other direction with babies. Because Katie, my sister, told me when she had, she was like, I have so much anxiety about when I'm bringing, like. I also feel for the parents. Yeah. Because, like, when the kids scream, like, what are the parents supposed to do? Right. And she was like, I feel bad when I bring them on. So, like, now if I see a baby, I was sitting next to a baby, a parent and a baby on a flight not too long ago and like when the mom sat down and she was like holding the baby I like turned I was like whatever happens on the flight it's all good here. Is that what you said? Yeah <laughs> and then guess what that baby didn't say anything. The baby Do you was think like, it was yeah. you? you? You like made a deal with the baby? The baby was like well since you're cool then I'll shut the fuck up. Right right. Oh, they, well, if I'm not gonna get any attention. <laughs> right. It was screaming. the best behaved baby but I don't I don't know. For some reason, I don't mind babies on the flight. Babies in first. If that little baby can get up there, their little motherfucking ass in first it's class. Just, it's it's so insulting to see a three year old's feet dangling off the chair. A three year old while more a fifty eight year old walks past them who sure. can barely afford that ticket, and if they, and then they're just ugh, they I can't know. even order. They don't even eat their meal. But that's that's just like that's like zoomed out to like you know things aren't fair. It's like you know the nah, three year olds up in first class watching people walk by like you should have worked harder, bitch. And then you like you want to kill it. But that's just like the reality of. I, I guess I was just asking is like are there places to go where like it's not going to be those adult resorts with kids. But you, also an adult resort sounds so exactly what it's you know what I mean sexual. like right like an adult resort. Right. It's like oh it's like a sounds like a nudist colony. It it does sound like a nudist colony. Which, but there should just be something for like adults who just don't want kids around necessarily. That used to be Vegas. Mm, I, I would, I, by the way, I don't know why I'm, I hate Vegas. So I love Vegas, but for me, I don't like performing comedy there necessarily. I don't like anything. But I like Vegas. the, I love the dry heat and I love how campy it is. It's just like a, it's just, it's it so over the top. It's so like soulless. I don't know why it doesn't. It's like walking around a bank with decorations. It's, That's what it is. It's but it doesn't pretend to be anything that it's not. It's like true. we're it's just like we're a shit show. And right. I'm like, hubba, hubba, hubba. like, it's like it just isn't. Try, it's like a camp. It just knows what it is. It's, it's right. It's like we are the worst parts of the human soul all in one place. Right. Including and it's children. not trying to. <laughs> Even and there's really good restaurants there. That was a there. good joke. Wait, I missed really the end get, of it. Hey, Say it. Sorry. Oh, I said it's all the worst parts of the human soul, including children. I'm joking. By the way, I shouldn't say Vegas is for kids, but it is weird because like anyone can stay at like Paris, whatever, sure. right? And like, but for order for kids to get breakfast, there's just like a 61 year old on a respirator smoking, drinking at yeah. 7 a.m. And then this kid's like, I want to go in the pool, like. We need a separation. That here. does make me sad when I see like kids walking through the areas where you can smoke in. I agree. Actually, that would be that. Yeah, those kids are <laughs> ruining that time for that. <laughs> and those kids shouldn't be supposed <laughs> to smoke. I didn't even think of it like that. You could smoke anywhere in Vegas. You can. I see that make does make me kind of sad because I'm like that. That does make me feel like those poor little kids like shouldn't be around the cigarette smoke. They shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be there. But 
I don't know. It's, I mean. Am I saying something completely outlandish? Not at all. Did you get bothered by a kid recently? No, I was, I was away from all children. Yeah. And maybe that was it. It was like, oh, this is like the one place where it's like, there won't be a kid coming and screaming and yelling. You know what it is? Because it's just like the energy is so erratic that you're just like, ah. Totally. Actually, you know what made me even more mad is I was flying back from LA, a ticket I did not pay for. Jimmy Kimmel paid for the ticket. So it was first class. And you get these meals. The person next to me. So many meals. This guy was eating. And it's like, you know, he finished his ice cream. And then I just keep. They gave you ice cream? Oh, yeah. I've never gotten ice cream on a flight. Oh, yeah. Jeff Wow. So you just keep hearing like, ding, 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 ding. Like the spoon hitting up against the bowl. I'm like, what's going on? And then I like look over. He's getting Every last drop of that. I'm like, it's not that good. You're done. The ice cream (laughs) is over. I felt like saying that. You put your hand over it. You're like, enough is enough. Also, he could probably order seconds on the flight. Clearly. I mean, they give you as much fucking ice cream as they want. They're trying to move that shit. Yeah, that's so far. Then he like picked the bowl up. I'm like, you've had it. You had it. It must be fun to fly JetBlue because then Mateo normally flies Delta because well, then Delta's been a shit show. Has it? <clears throat> Emma, have you not watched the news? No. Emma, monkeypox and Delta. I just know they're canceling and flights. And United. <gasps> they're canceling flights all willy nilly. I know that. They had like thousands of flights canceled the week of the 4th of July, like yeah. before and after. And people just, and the news could not get, the news was wet and coming at the same time about people missing their flights. Yeah, they do love reporting that. Oh my God. Like, like, <laughs> like if they had a sperm bank nearby, they would have been filled up for weeks because the news was just literally everyone in line. Like, and how did your day get ruined? And they're like, right. well, I was going to go to my wedding and I can't make it because there's no flights. Like, tell us more. They love you know? it. Oh, couldn't get enough. They love it. I, I've been waiting here in line for about six weeks. I, I don't have a, a ticket or nothing. I, yeah. I'm just waiting. I just need a place this. to go. I, yeah, I, just, I see a lot of people waiting, and I thought something must be good at the other end. Finally got up there to say, my ID and ticket. I said, ID and ticket? <laughs> what? Are we, well, I don't understand what's happening here. <laughs> but yeah, everyone missed their flight. So it was kind of like a loophole. Like JetBlue was like the way We're to go here. because they weren't having as many issues, I think. I mean, I had no issues flying, knock on. How was how was Kimmel? Also, it was Mateo's birthday. Oh yeah, well, it's really been a while. It yeah. was my birthday, and I did Jimmy Kimmel. Chelsea was the host, and she had me on, and we had so much. What it was, was like, the experience so like? So you get there with oh, the dressing Paris room. Hilton was there, oh, and you've met Paris Hilton before on Nikki Glaser's show. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> Where she looks, she's really looked exactly the same. I mean, wh- whoever's doing her work, I mean, she looks like, better. You think she looks great? Right. She, she did this thing that I really liked where like she was being filmed for something else, but they hook you up with the microphone and then they like kind of film you walking out. So I waited. The girls who worked at Kimmel were so nice because I said, um, I was with uh, Leo, Modi's husband and my friend Jacob. And it's just gays. Like we really want to meet Paris Hilton. So we're going to stand at the doorway. Even mm-hmm. though my dressing room was next to hers, we're going to stand at the doorway because we want to know when she's coming in. Like, oh, well, we'll stand here with you to make it seem like something important is happening. Mm. We can just watch her walk by. She came in and she was exactly Paris. She walked by. She's hi, and I was like, okay, work. And then the gaze made her just look incredible, right? Right. And then she came out and they had the microphone on her. And then she did this walk. She did like that Paris Hilton walk. So she starts like 
like stomping, like walking. Like it was this, it was an interesting walk. And when she did it, it was her, an interesting walk. <laughs> because on camera, it makes sense. But watching it in yeah. person from like a normal angle, you're like, if what anyone was walking like that down the street, you'd be like, it, what do you need? Right. So she's walking, right? And she's stomping. And all of a sudden her microphone falls out and falls on the ground. And then she's like, my microphone fell. And then they're like, <laughs> oh God, Paris, your microphone. And so... They they redo it, but she's great TV. You know what I mean? Like she's unaffected by you can't throw it. She can't be right. surprised by anything. So she did the interview with Chelsea, and then I did my interview with Chelsea. Then she was sitting in the special area. She had her own light. Like, is she promoting something, or she's just being herself? She was yeah, promoting Paris Hilton. It's Paris yeah. Hilton. She's if you're Paris Hilton, you're just always promoting right. Something. Something's going on. So she had this like lighting crew with her. Like this, she like, brings her own lighting crew. Lighting everything. Wow. Like Lighting's she had professional photographers and wow. so my phone camera's broken, but I wanted a photo with That's her. your lighting crew? That, <laughs> like, my lighting crew's broken. Yeah. And Jacob Ritz, who's one of one of Bob's boyfriends, who's one of my best friends, he's amazing because Jacob like knew exactly what to do. He just gated up. He walked up, he's like, Okay, Mateo, we're just gonna get some photos real quick. And I was like, Oh, Paris is okay if I get photos with you. And she's like, Yeah. And I was like, Okay. And then we're taking photos and she knows exactly how to pose. Sure. And Jacob's going, perfect, love it, great, love it. You know, trying to act like a professional. Right. And then she just goes, you are funny. <gasps> and I was like, oh, thank you, Paris. I said, and I had, I said, I enjoyed your cooking channel, your, your cooking show. Because I did, her cooking show is ridiculous. She has a cooking it's, show? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. She doesn't look like a big eater. She doesn't look like a big cooker either. Right. She's yeah. not. She's awful. Sure. But it's funny because it's Paris Hilton. Like, right. She's like, I'm going to make lasagna. And then she just like <laughs> throws the meat down. She's like, whatever. I'll just do that later. <laughs> yeah. um, fuck. I don't even know. Like, okay. So like, you don't want your pasta to be sticky, but like, whatever. And she's like, th she's just throwing shit. But I'm like, oh, that's why you're famous. Right. You right. know exactly what you're like. She's really smart. She okay. So I said, I really enjoyed your cooking show. She goes, thanks. And then. When I went to say goodbye, you never know how to act with these people. She's so famous. I was like, well, it was really nice to meet you, Paris. And I like turned around, but she went to hug me. So she just was hugging me, hugging my back like a couple. Oh, God, a prom I had that happen before. So I just have Paris Hilton's arm around me and I just kind of like patted her arm. I was like, thanks, Paris. <laughs> Walked away and Jacob was like, girl, we got it. And so the photo I have is blurry because my phone's broken, but it looks kind of like nice and filtered. But right. When the 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 hug walk away thing is really, it's probably more I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, because you don't, and then you're kind of like, oh wait, do I turn back into this? And now we have like it's an overcompensation of the embrace, and it's like it's all heightened because you want the per you're like stay cool, stay calm, stay collected, and then next thing you know, Paris Hilton's hugging your back. No, what it was do? weird that I do? was like I didn't know how to act. I don't know how to act around famous people, and Chelsea's so. By the way, doing couch. So fun. Stand up. So much more fun. I can't so, even tell you. It was such a breeze. And Chelsea was so good. Like couches when you go in and you sit and you talk to the per to the host. And then doing stand up is obviously you go on and it's like a very like segmented set that feels very removed from everything else. It also feels like pretty like artificial because that's not what a natural performing environment right. is like. That's right. So doing couches like just I would say just like this. More natural. Yeah. Yeah. You say and they like they, they did like a pre interview, you know. So How were the snacks in the green I, room? Actually, they weren't great. Really? No, I was you waiting. You heard it here first. I, well, I was kind of waiting for like, like when we did Colbert. Sure. It's Tons of snacks. Up. Custom snacks. Custom milk bar. They gave me a fucking acne cream, which was a little offensive. They, to be totally honest, now that I say it out loud. Isn't that really, a little weird? They didn't yeah, really they did. They did? They did? Well, they gave uh, me a douche, so I guess. <laughs> 
I, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's because I was also friends with the booker at that point, and I think she knew that I like liked a certain acne cream, and so I think that's probably that would make more sense. I think right. she slipped it in there, like being nice. Um, but yeah, they gave it like fancy popcorn, like so much uh, milk cookies, which I actually I ate the funfetti milk balls. You like them? I ate all. I ate six of them before I did Colbert. Yeah, I was so- on a sugar. I was crashing on TV. I do not like what those. I mean, this is so when I did that thing for whatever the fuck it was, I did, I did something where they had milk cookies in there. Mm. And I was like, no, like I can't, I can't, I can't. And then after I did it, I ate one. And the next thing you know, literally, because then I tried to get them away from myself. I'm hanging over the bed, eating them. Cause like I, Mufasa and Scar. I, and then but I the ate all of them. The cookies are Mufasa and, and your Scar. And I wanted to, afterwards, you eat that many cookies. I probably had. 13 cookies. They're real milk. The Funfetti or like the cake Funfetti milk cookies. It's too good. It's too good. It's too good. It's too good. Forget about it. Should we pl- so should we plug some shows? Oh, yeah. How long have we been filming for? Oh, we're good. Oh, we didn't even take a break. I'm sorry, Rebecca. Yes. When is this going to air? This Thursday? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? We sold out Miami. Um, so we added an extra show. And that is going to be September, no, July, uh, oh God, wait, July 22nd to the 23rd. So on the 24th, we added an extra show in Miami. So if you want to come, go to MateoLaneComedy.com. Uh, I'll be in Montreal, July 28th to the 30th. Um, I'm doing Market Days in Chicago, which is a big gay What's, festival. Oh, nice. But I'm singing. I'm doing like a singing comedy show with Henry. Oh, that's fun. But I don't know if people know they're putting me as one of the headlines. So it'll be like thousands of people. Right. But I think they're expecting comedy and then I'm going to be up there like, when I like, it's yeah, going to be like, oh, he's losing it. He's- I'm trying to get yeah, like, let people know now right. like, I'm going to sing. Right. So if you're coming to see me, that's what you're getting. Uh, they don't say like musical performance by. They should. Yeah, I agree. Because it's confusing because I watched uh it's it's can can get confusing. I was watching a. Uh, it's not a great, yeah. Well, but also you and him have done this show before. Yeah, but I don't know if people know that I well. So then I'm doing Pilgrim House and Town Hall. We've added so we've we've moved to the theater in Provincetown. Uh, we have a Town Hall show that's almost sold out. Uh, we're probably going to add another one, but it's August 20th to 22nd in P Town. Go to my oh, website. that'll be so fun. P Town's such a good time. I know. I can't wait. All right. I mean, that's pretty much all I've got. So if you want to come, uh, Mateo Lane Comedy. Dot com. I will be in Chicago at Zany's July 21st through 23rd. There's still tickets available for the both shows on Saturday, and that's going to be awesome. And then I'm going to be July 29th and 30th in Des Moines, Iowa at the Funny Bone, which I've never been there before. And then I'm going to be um, in Vegas, actually, August 29th through September Third, and then I'll be in Milwaukee September 9th through 10th. And then I'll be adding more um, shows as they come in. Thank you guys so much for coming out. And thank you for coming out to DC. I had a great time. Thank you. See you soon. A podcast network.